0: This audio sermon is brought to you by the House of Intercessory Prayer Ministries. For more information, please visit www.hipm.org. If you remember, we have been doing a series of studies on nothing but prayer. We have been discussing what prayer can do to us. I think we, we are already many weeks away from the day when we started this series. First week we saw prayer can open the doors of heaven. Second week we talked about prayer shutting the doors of hell. Third week we understood how prayer changes things around us. And then we talked about prayer releases prayer releasing God's power. And later we realize prayer reveals God's plan to our lives. And two weeks ago we talked about prayer bringing victory, and a week before we discussed about prayer expanding our vision, and last week we talked about prayer breaking the curses. And we talked about five different curses that can come to a man, to to a human on this face of this earth. First one it talks about biblical curses. We talked about biblical curses. God inflicted curses. The reason why that such curse comes in our lives is when we don't obey the word of God. As we read in Deuteronomy chapter 28 the second half of the chapter and even many other references we quoted second type of curse, the generational curses, you know God says I will inquire your iniquity to the third and fourth generation, generational curses we talked about and third type of curse, the curse of the accursed if you deal with any of the system which is cursed by God if you deal with any of the objects which is cursed by God if you for example bring some objects into your house it may be a picture or it may be a painting or it may be a model or it may be something else which brings which can bring curses into our houses fourthly cursed by people people can curse each other Maybe they can use the witches, witch doctors, you know, they use as a media to bring curses in some of our lives. Fifthly, we talked about self-imposed curses. You know, at times when we are desperate, when we are totally discouraged, we even open our mouth and curse ourselves. You know, these are five different kinds of curses. We spent a good amount of time on these ones and we saw how prayer can break these curses. And we decided we don't need to worry about the curse Comes in our lives by people Because word of God is very clear If you are a child of God No one can curse you Because when God, nobody can curse the one who is blessed by God You know that that's the principle So we don't need to really worry about that curse in our lives And we talked about the curse You know that comes if we don't obey the word of God And we understood our righteousness doesn't really come by our work. It comes by the work that is finished, that was finished at the cross. The law demands our lives to be punished because of our punishment. But Jesus brought freedom to us as he obeyed the law perfectly for our sins at the cross. You know, it is not that Old Testament law is not valid, but Christ has delivered every one of us from the law. We cannot say that the law is no more valid. We cannot take the law. We cannot take the Ten Commandments out of it today. The law is still valid, but. As a human today we are unable to satisfy the demands of the law But then still we are considered righteous and just Because of the work that Jesus Christ did at the cross Because he perfectly fulfilled all the laws in his life But yet considered as a sinner In that way he took our sins at the cross And through that we are redeemed today The judgment due to our sin was removed at the cross the moment we believe Jesus Christ so we don't need to worry about that co- uh, the curse that can come in our lives since because of our you know disobedience and, be- and that is broken at the cross but that doesn't allow us to go on sinning that doesn't guarantee us to continue to remain in sin but the moment we believe Jesus Christ and allow our life to be washed by his precious blood we are considered righteous in front of God so we don't need to worry about that curse And we talked about the other curses you know God gives us power over the witches God gives us the power over the demonic attacks in our lives And he expects us to pray for such curses in our lives and overcome such curses And we talked a little bit about the accursed objects and the self-imposed curses And today we are going to see another benefit prayer can bring to our lives That is prayer replaces anxiety. Prayer replaces anxiety or worry in our lives. Someone said there is one disease that kills more than cancer. It kills more than tobacco. It kills more than HIV, war and even bad diet habits. Do you know what is that disease that kills everyone today? The number of people killed uh, are many today. The number one killer which does such a destruction today is known as stress. You know stress destroys people. Stress drives tobacco, smoking as well as alcoholism and so many other habits are brought into our lives stress causes depression anxiety rage war and suicides and you know attacking each other in many ways stress weakens you know both our physical as well as our mind and you know by doing that it allows Certain genetic diseases To show up in our lives in our bodies Or even other diseases Will come in our life Other infections can come easily When we are so t- stressed because our body Our system is weak Stress can also lead us To overeating you know where do you think many of the people end up in fast foods In mcdonald's and you know In in, in other, other you know uh, Fast foods why the people are Gathering there for lunch because stress. They are so stressed in their work. They are just looking out for an opportunity where they can just go and relax. You know stress can bring bad eating habits in our lives. Stress can also reckon you know marriages, families and economies of the nation. Stress can you know even break apart churches and communities. Stress is considered as the number one killer today and we are talking about Prayer replacing stress. Prayer replacing anxiety in our lives. You know worry is always based on fear. Worry is always based on fear. Worry really it doesn't really solve any problem it is it comes in our lives when we are afraid of something worry is not worth at all it is just a waste of time you know when you sit and keep on worrying about something it's not going to result in anything good we are just wasting our time and energy someone said worry is always based on a lie worry is not true worry is based on a lie deal with the lie and the fear will die some lie which Comes in our minds and clings on our mind Someone spoke a lie in our lives Even if nobody is there The liar and the father of the liar He comes and speaks to us He put a thought in our mind And you know that lie brings stress in our lives And we need to drive that out Then the fear will go away The fear will die Someone also said The acronym for fear Is false evidence appearing real false evidence appearing real you know satan we know satan is the master counterfeit you know he brings everything in our lives as though it is up in real but it is the false evidence it is not real donald was worrying about going to school here is how he expresses anxiety he says my name is donald I don't know anything. I have a new underwear, a loose tooth, and I did not sleep last night because what I am. I'm worried during last night. What if if what if a bell rings at my doorsteps? And a man comes and yells, Where do you belong? And I don't know what to tell him. What if the trays in the cafeteria are too tall for me to reach. I'm so worried over the night. What if, if my loose tooth comes out when everybody was quiet? Everybody is quiet and they are maintaining a silence in my school. Am I supposed to bleed quietly? What if a splash of water <coughs> comes on my My name tag and completely Erases my name from my name tag What I am going to do You know that was his worry I heard this story in my childhood One little girl She was cleaning her backyard And she suddenly screamed out of fear And she was filled with anxiety And she ran into her house And it was not just one day Every day it was repeating and the concerned mother asked her about this her problem and she explained suddenly while i was working in the backyard i imagine myself growing and getting married and i got a baby and when i get a baby in my hand suddenly if the baby falls out of my hands and dies what i am going to do that was her worry on the day the worry came because of her imagination and she says every time when I think about it that picture comes in my mind And I start worrying about it You know even though it's an imaginary story but then there's a truth behind you know that's how worry comes in our lives We start imagining things as if they are real but they are not real they are lie. And we are talking about how prayer can replace anxiety, how prayer can replace stress in my life there are worries in our hearts for no reason today and today God is telling us to stop worrying it really doesn't really matter if there is a reason to worry or not God is telling us to pray for those areas in our lives and to come out of that worry you know when we carry so much of worry and anxiety within our, our lives you know we become almost useless For ourselves and for our family and for our society and wherever we are, wherever we do, whatever we do Worry is also a sin. Do you know that? Worry is a sin. It is a sin of unbelief Worry is a sin of unbelief. The reason why we worry today, we don't trust Him. We tell Him God Almighty He's my provider. He takes care of me because He told me I will never leave you and never forsake you Then why do we worry? If we still worry, we are not believing what we say. We are not believing the word of God. Worry is a sin of unbelief. You know, when we worry, we choose to listen to the voice of the circumstances. We choose to listen to the voice of the world today. Worry can break the father's heart today. When we worry, you know, God's heart breaks, not because of what we are worrying about, because of our unbelief. We declare and we say with our mouth, say we say that God takes care of everything for me. I'm not afraid because God is there with me. But then in spite of all these things, you know, we just go and worry. It really breaks the heart of our father. And I don't want to do it. Look, that's the reason God said in Luke 12.32 Jesus said fear not little flock For it is the father's good pleasure to give you the kingdom Fear not little flock And he, told, he looked at the valleys and the lilies of the valleys He looked at the birds and he said How long, how, how long the lifespan of a bird is A flower is God said look at them they don't worry about anything they are not anxious and you are much more precious than the lilies and the birds of the air why do you worry why do you worry why do you fill your life with anxiety and today God is telling us not to worry about what we are going through trust in God now the solution to the problem we face is already available it's already there Pastor Bob Yandian he says. If Jesus is the lamb slain from the foundation of the world. Then the answer to your problem existed. Before the problem even came into being. If we proclaim we declare that Jesus is the lamb who was slain. Even before the foundation of the earth. He says it is true. The problem. The answer to the problem existed. Even before the problem came into our lives. You know that should be the faith of a child of God today. You know if what is said in the scripture is true, so true, I know Lord you have a solution for my problem today. You know, here is how God wants to deal with this particular worry. In Philippians 4, 6, word of God says, I would like to read from J.B. Phillips New Testament version. Philippians 4, 6, it says, do not worry over anything, whatever. Tell God every detail of your needs in earnest and thankful prayer. Tell God every bit of information, every detail. You know today when, when we, we when we speak to people around us we, we are not able to tell everything that what we go through We tell a little bit of it But to our heavenly father God is asking us to tell everything that what we are going through Telling God in detail everything that we go through in our lives You know instead of worrying We are going to tell the father exactly What we are going through in our lives Every detail that bothers me today Every good Every bad, every failure, every success, every ugly things, every difficulties, every overwhelming, challenging things that we face. Go and sit and tell tell to the Father in heaven, Lord, this is what I am going through. Every bit of it, every detail, that's what this version says. Do not worry over anything, whatever. Tell God every detail of your needs. And that's what God expects. And we are talking about prayer replacing anxiety. But you know when we pray for such things in our lives, we shouldn't stop there. We need to pour our hearts to the, in the presence at the feet of God. That is just an half of it. That's just a part of it. Then we need to make a prayer of faith. The prayer of faith is the key to overcome our worry. It is true that we need to go and pour our hearts at the feet of God And then once we are done with it We need to make, take a step of faith And that's how we need to overcome the worry You know with the prayer of faith We believe that we have received an answer the moment we pray And as I said yesterday Every time when we pray, word of God says When we pray, God hears God hears God hears the prayer of righteous. When we cry out to God, God listens. Never, never ever think that God is not listening our prayer. No, that's not true. God is listening our prayer. Once we know that God is listening, God has answered my prayer You know, we need to speak and act like a believer You know, that's where we fail most of the time We pray to God and we pour out everything to God And you know what, we get up from that place We move around, we do things in our lives And the worry again comes in our lives And the problem even looks like bigger now We prayed about it, we left it at the feet of God But now the problem looks like it is bigger But then God questions us, where is your faith? Where is your faith? You know, prayer always works along with faith Prayer works along with faith You know, faith takes the place of we don't have until it manifests Faith takes the place, faith helps us to go forward, move forward until we see the things which we are supposed to see in our lives. If we are walking in faith... We have a title deed which is already guaranteed to us because God has already answered my prayer the moment I cried out to God He has answered my prayer and we carry the title deed for our answer to, to the prayer from God And why do we need to worry about it and anytime we can use the title deed if we want to make it our word But as I said, it is a matter of time that God expects us to wait upon Him. And we are talking about prayer replacing anxiety today. You know, some of us can really witness some of the things what we materialize we we see today we would have prayed about it long back maybe two months back or two years back and even few years back we would have asked God Lord just give me this in my life if you do this in my life Lord I will be able to live for you I will be able to glorify your name Lord but now today we see those things in the same way there are many things we prayed about but we don't see that yet in our lives but you know Prayer is already answered. Because why do I say that? I know because the word of God says so. My prayer is answered the moment I cried out to God. But now how I am able to say that God is answering my prayer? By my faith I am able to see the things. Until they manifest. Until I handle it. Until I feel it. Until I touch it. I am able to say that God has already answered my prayer. Because of my faith. You know that's how a child of God. Can walk on this earth. Otherwise we are always challenged. With so many things in our lives Prayer replaces worry What are our anxieties And worries today God wants to deal with our worries today It may be about our future It may be about our children It may be our about our family relationship Our health condition And maybe about someone else Who is sick out there Someone, Some of our loved ones are not saved yet You know every time Every time when we pray We worry about it Someone else who is going through a personal struggle in his life or her life There are evil things happening to my family Failure Disappointments Money issues debt and loss in the business so many things job related issues The wrong decisions, which we made in our life some point of time loneliness Sometimes even we worry about our look, the way we appear, our appearance, we worry about it. Sometimes we even say that nobody is there on this earth to love me. No one is there to take care of me. We have a reason to worry. We have a reason to worry. But you know what, according to Philippians 4.6, God is telling us to tell every detail, every bit of it to God. Because only prayer can replace anxiety. Let's see in a practical manner how does prayer help to come out of our anxiety. Let's turn to Matthew chapter 11. We are just going to dwell upon this scripture. Matthew chapter 11 verses 28 to 30. May I ask God's grace this morning to make this clear to every one of us. Matthew chapter 11 verses 28 to 30 Word of God says Come to me all you who labor and are heavy laden And I will give you rest Take my yoke upon you and learn from me For I am gentle, I am lowly in heart And you will find rest for your souls For my yoke is easy and my burden is light. The Amplified Version which says, verse 28, Come to me all you who labor and are heavy laden and overburdened, and I will cause you to rest. It also means I will ease and relieve and refresh your souls. Jesus is calling. It is a straightforward. forward. It's a straight call to every one of us calling us To rest to find the rest in him Jesus is calling those who are stressed Anxious worried about something that is going on in our lives. You know he knew that people will go to different places to get the relief from their anxiety. The reason I was thinking about why Jesus is saying, Come to me. When he says, Come to me, he knew very well when people are loaded with burden, when they are filled with anxiety, they will go to different places to find a relief. You know, when we are overburdened, our body and our mind and soul. They look together, seek for a place of rest. You know, that's how we are made. When we are heavily loaded with burden, anxiety, trouble around us. We, we say that, okay, if I get maybe few hours, can I go and rest somewhere? Can I just, you know, keep quiet at some time? Can you allow me to just, you know, keep quiet for a few minutes? You know, that's how we say. That's the nature of human. People find this rest today in various things For example, they go for a movie. Why do they go there? Because they just want to put their whole being to rest for a moment They drink they use drugs and they do so many practices today people out there Why do they do it? Because they need to get find rest today and God is telling today come to me All you who labor and heavy laden who are burdened with load of care in your lives You need to come to me. I will give you rest You know, the way Savior, our Jesus Christ, he handles anxiety is different. The way our Savior, you know, deals with our issues is different. He's telling us, come to me. How do we, how can I come to go to Jesus today? I can go only in prayer. When I pray, kneel down and pray, I am coming to Jesus, seeking after his face. So he is in in effect, he is telling us to come to me, come to him in prayer when we are in need of him. You know what he exactly helps us? He exactly helps us to replace our anxiety. The moment we pray... As I said, as we said, our prayer is heard by God But it is a matter of time to see the answer in our lives In the meantime, exactly what God does is He replaces our anxiety You prayed and you don't see anything happening now But then, where is your anxiety? That's where prayer helps us He replaces our anxiety That's why we talk about prayer replacing anxiety. And how he does that. Let's read 29. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am gentle and lowly in heart, and you will find rest for your soul. (coughs) Jesus is telling. We think we have anxiety, we think we have problem, but Jesus is telling, no you have two problems You have two issues going on in your life Your first problem Is that you are burdened with something in your life You need an answer for that So you need to pray to receive an answer for your trouble Whatever the problem may be And the second problem God is trying to deal with us God has to give us the rest until we materialize Until we see that answer from God So there are two issues God is trying to deal with One, of course God has to provide an answer Because we prayed about it Secondly, God has to replace our anxiety Until we see the things happening in our lives To find that rest And he says how that rest comes in our lives? To find the rest, come to me and take my yoke and learn from me. (coughs) Yoke means it's a wooden cross piece that is fastened over the neck of two animals and attached to the plough or a cart that they are to pull. Yoke helps us to carry the burden together. You know, if there is no yoke connecting two animals, the one animal has to carry the entire burden or one animal has to plow the land. That's the reason there are the animals are yoked together. More than one, two, three, four, five, they are yoked together. The yoke helps us to carry the burden together, not just alone. And Jesus is telling, until this point of time, you are carrying your burden all alone. There is something that you cannot do about it by carrying the worry carrying the burden worrying about it we cannot do anything about it by all alone and god is telling give it to me he's saying come to me come to me you who labor and heavy laden you come to me the reason i'm calling you to come to me is you can do nothing about your problem that you are handling just come and give it to me i will hand it for you but I will give you an easy one that you can handle in the meantime You know you come and give me your problem I will handle it probably together we can have it, we can handle it But then you can do nothing about it So I will take it over on my shoulder and I am going to handle it But in the meantime I need to take care of you Meantime I will give you with just something light that you can handle And leave your yoke and take my yoke now You know that's what God is saying Come to me all you who are burdened, labor and heavy laden And I will give you rest Take my yoke upon you You know once we take his yoke We are going to learn from him We are going to learn from him Because he knew very well how to carry the heavy burden. What do you think what he exactly did at the cross? He carried that heavy burden in his life. The burden of not just you and me. The burden of 7 plus billion people on the face of this earth. He carried such a heavy burden at the cross. And today your problem and my problem is easy for him to handle. That's the reason he is telling you come to me and give me your issue. I will deal with it. And he also says learn from me for I am gentle and lowly in heart. I am going to handle your heavy burden. I'm not going to give you that heavy burden because you cannot handle it I'm gentle, I'm lowly I'm not like the person who is threatening you I'm not like the person who is putting so much of heavy burden on you I'm gentle and lowly And the burden that I'm going to give you You will be able to handle it very easily When we pray The heavier burden is taken off from our lives, and the lighter one is given, and that is of God. When we pray, the burden which is not of this world is taken out of us, and a lighter burden is given to us that is of God. Verse 30 says, For my yoke is easy, my burden is light. The Amplified says, For my yoke is wholesome, the my yoke is useful, good. Not harsh, it's not hard, it is not sharp, it is not pressing, it is comfortable, gracious and pleasant. My burden is pleasant for you to handle and my burden is light and easy to be borne. What is God's yoke today? What is God's yoke? His yoke is wholesome. His yoke is useful. It means his burden is worth carrying because his burden is always attached with eternal his burden is always attached with eternal and today if you say that I'm so worried I'm so anxious I'm so stressed God's call is on your life to carry his yoke it is enough that we carried enough of our own yokes and it is time that we need to carry his yoke because his yoke is eternal in nature Let me take it a little further. We are so worried about, for example, our job situation. For an example, I'm not pointing anybody. Many of us are going through it, certainly. We are so worried about our job situation. We come to God in prayer. And God gives us rest. As he takes away the load from us, he's saying that you pray to me, I'm going to handle it for you. But now, if God leaves us free, we will again get up, we go to work, and we start again thinking about the job problem again. And little later, the same worry will come to our lives in a much more, you know, higher way, with much more heavier way in our lives. But now, You go, you prayed about your job issue, you left it to God, now at the evening you come home, you turn on the news channel and you hear the news. 75,000 people are asked to evacuate their homes due to the flood in Calgary. (coughs) The moment you hear that, you know God gives you a burden to pray. God gives you a burden to pray. A lighter burden, (coughs) much easier. Then the one you are carrying all along It brings you Little more you know, easy way of dealing with this Because the burden about your job Is little gone And you are now burdened with The flood situation like in India Like in Calgary for example Or some other issues What's going on outside And God gives you a burden to pray A lighter burden, a much easier burden. But you know what this burden? We are talking about the life of 75,000 people and their homes. I believe that is connected to the eternal more than your job. You know God is asking us to come to him and asking us to take his yoke. And learn from him. Because he is gentle and lowly and he says my yoke is easy and my burden is light. My burden is light If we carry so much of burden In our heart No doubt that we have A call of and intercessor you know if you say that i carry so much of burden in our heart you know there is no doubt about it god is asking calling you to intercede not people not many people carry burden in their heart do you know that they can go to the bottom most part of their lives they can go to the you know bottom most part of the pit of problems in their lives but they don't carry burden in their heart but there are few people They are having going through troubles In their lives but they carry so much Of burden. You know what God says If we carry burden come to me Come to me It is a call to intercede It is a call for intercession It is a call on our lives That God is telling us you carry so much Of burden you cannot do it handle it By your own. I want to replace Your burden with my lighter Burden and what is the lighter burden The lighter burden is always linked with eternity you know that's the call of God in our lives prayer is a spiritual exercise that we need to practice in in 1st Timothy 4.8 word of God says 1st Timothy 4.8 1st Timothy 4.8 for bodily exercise profits a little But godliness is profitable for all things, having promise of the life that now is and of that which is to come. You know when we pray, we exercise our spirit, we exercise our soul, we exercise our relationship with God. And in Timothy, 1 Timothy 4.8 Paul writes, he says, For bodily exercise profits a little, but godliness is profitable for all things having promise of the life that now, is and of that which is to come you know when we pray when we exercise our spirit our and our soul in the presence of god when we pray god not only removes our burden replaces our burden he gives us the yoke that is connected with eternal that is not just for this life alone it is for the eternal and today we are talking about prayer replacing anxiety God wants us to come closer to him and to pray to him so that God will be able to use our lives as a useful vessel, as a useful vessel. and today his yoke is wholesome. His yoke is useful. And we talked about prayer replacing anxiety. We discussed you know what others say about anxiety or stress today. And we also discuss about some of the worries that we go through in our lives today. And we found out how prayer can help us to come out of our anxieties and the God's way of doing it according to Matthew 11, 28 to 30. Let me read that and close. Matthew 11 again, 28 to 30. Come to me, all you who labor and heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me for I am gentle and lowly in heart and you will find rest for your souls for my yoke is easy and my burden is light. You know today many times we hear this message being preached to the people outside and we tell them come to me all who, all who labor and you know a heavy laden but I believe it is a message for the church today it is a god's call on every child of god to intercede to intercede and today as we say that we are heavily burdened and god is going to load us with a lighter burden but heavily influential you know for the eternity and that's what god wants to do in our lives hope you are blessed by this teaching please write to pastor balan swami nathan at balan@hipm.org at god bless you